Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is PJ Alex, your friendly neighborhood podcast host from the Virtual Dopeness Podcast. This is a special election day edition of the podcast, and I really appreciate you guys listening. We have our two guests that will make up this episode and the next episode that are from the Bar Theory Park podcast, um, Miles and Marcus. I appreciate you guys listening. Sorry for the intro and outro audio quality, but the rest of it is pretty solid. We get into a lot of Instagram and everything else associated with the election in this conversation. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and go vote. This is Jack Dempsey. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is continuing the virtual dopeness. We are now going to move on. We had a really good discussion about TV. Um, I've been dying to have that that conversation for a while because I watch a ton of TV and enjoy talking about it. So the next part, we're going to move into our technology segment in a couple of different different facets of technology, and then we're going to move into music and. Which is kind of the, the reverse of what we do normally do, but hey, things work out. It's my podcast. I can do whatever the fuck I want to. <laughs> so, um, in technology, we wanted to kind of discuss a couple things. One was Instagram and some of the accounts that we follow and things that interest us uh, in Instagram. And then we want to talk about something a little bit heavier. And that was what's been kind of transpiring and why I'm going to push really hard to get this episode out before Tuesday. So, um, and that's going to be hard because I'm actually traveling early tomorrow. So it's whatever. <laughs> I'm going to get it all done. And I got some time tonight. It's still early. And I don't sleep. So fuck it. Yeah. Sleeping is very important though. Yes. Yeah. Health wise. We just got an hour back. With are daylight we, are savings. Getting, when did that happen? Last night. Oh, You didn't shit. notice 1 a.m. happened twice? No. Yeah. 1 a.m. <laughs> it was weird. And I think 1 I was up. <laughs> It fucked me up because I was watching I was watching Live PD, which is a three hour program, and it was damn near the end of it. And I was like, Why is it back wait wait, why is it one o'clock? Like this should be it should be easily like two thirty three. And I was like, It's one thirty. Oh shit. One o'clock happened again. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> how technology changed our lives. Speaking of technology, like we Real got, talk. I don't have a, a alarm clock anymore like i have my phone my phone does it for me this is not even an activity for me anymore like it used to be a big deal like yep. make sure all your clocks in your house change like nah like it's not it's an obsolete activity now like i have not enough reminders anymore like, no just like i have two i have two things i have to change though three things and that's my stove mm-hmm. my microwave and my car yeah mm. and just think about that how little control you have about these big changes they can make it two hours next year. We wouldn't even know. Or they can make it none. It's what they're doing in Europe. That's what they did in Britain, Florida. Did they do it in Florida? They did oh, it in Arizona. Florida. Arizona, 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 Florida, and I think Indianapolis. Mm. Because Indianapolis is fucking weird. <laughs> so Indianapolis could be one or two hours behind because they were also behind a date change. My, fa- I got family in, in Western Ohio. <laughs> what? 
I got family in Western Ohio, Yo. and so we used to go. They used to have to go to Indianapolis all the time. So it was a lot of like random fuckery. Who the fuck is the mayor of Indianapolis? Be like, nah, not us. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck you think you are? I, like, I, and the <laughs> fucked up weird part is, I think it's just they never adopted it. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> Shout out to my family in Indianapolis. That's how the mayor of Indianapolis saying, "Fuck, fuck y'all." <laughs> Indy's an interesting place, though. It's it's small, but I've I've been out there once for. Uh, it's still black culture out there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I went out there for our our conclave. Shout out to the noobs. Um, but I went out there for our conclave, and it's interesting. Interesting place. Anyway, so Instagram. So what we had kind of leaned toward. There's a lot of creatives on Instagram, yeah, including um. I'd like to venture to say myself at some point, I hopefully will be more creatively involved, but there's some really cool um, artistic accounts and visual visual artist accounts that I think are taking Instagram in a really cool direction mm-hmm. versus just Insta thoughts thoughting. Yeah. <laughs> that was the easy thing to do. That was extremely, yeah. Now we're getting into the more creative side of it. And I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to kind of explore what what do you follow on Instagram that tickles your your artistic fancy? Man. What what kind of accounts are you? Get tickled, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, do you want to go first? No. Are you even going to answer this question? Probably not. I don't I don't view it that way. Um, I, maybe because the people that I follow, it's a lot more materialistic. And uh, even people that I do follow, when they do post on Instagram, or even at the events I'm at, they add the filters on. I'm like, damn, that was a good event. And I was like, no, I was there. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my, my Instagram is pretty trash. But I, I know what it is. Uh, I just recently started following actresses and actors. Start. I started with the Black Lightning crew, actually. Mm. Really? Yeah. I that's started with the lesbian scene. Huh? I had already seen the lesbian scene. Um, <laughs> like outside of my like outside of my friends, it's it's mostly just maybe like I follow Lupe, a few models, a few I photographers. I don't think I follow Lupe on Instagram. Is that a is that a worthwhile? I don't know. Do you follow Will Smith? No. You oh, should. So on my list as well is uh, Freddie Gibbs, Schoolboy Q. Um, for the reason of, I feel like those are like reformed. You know, thugs. But yeah. Like now they're making jokes and they're happy with their kids. Yeah. So it makes me happy on the inside that this. You know. <laughs> so I would be remiss if I didn't start. And while you're 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 getting people, um, Benny Rose, okay. who's a photographer who does he his stuff constantly gets taken down because he likes to shoot a lot of nude yeah. photography. Um, shout out to AUC Cam. Shout out. I got a little note on that. Go for it. My cousin went to. Uh, went to AUC school mm-hmm. and I bumped into him. Not really close with my cousins. I wish I was closer, but I bumped into him. Mm-hmm. He was out there, said what's up, and he was taking pictures. He was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, started AUC camp. And I was wow. Like, I was like, Really? So I started checking it out. I was like, This is awesome. Yeah. This is something I would have loved to have been a part of had Instagram been around. So you kids appreciate the technology that you have. So another yeah, note the on. Videos that they do are really dope. Yeah. Another note on AUC camp, they put up a video this week. That they pulled, I think, from the Grade Eight YouTube page. Mm-hmm. That it was a video that we produced for a step show called the G Five Dance. Okay. 
and they posted that up there and it the, I've been getting all the love because I of course I commented but all of the 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 Graves Hall step team has kind of come through and commented because it's hilarious also I won't put that out there there's somebody in it who's now famous Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he he really has enjoyed it. But the AUC cam page is dope. Um, Justin, uh, Justin, oh god, I just Richburg. Mm-hmm. Justin Richburg is a is a cartoon artist. Um, most famous right now because of and he's from Philly. Shout out to Philly. Um, he did the character designs. For the feels like summer video, mm. he, he didn't do the animation, but he did the character. All the characters that got animated, yeah, he did all of them, and that's pretty much his style. And he does a lot of hip hop. He does a lot of uh, pop culture. He does a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, he has this one uh, image that Chris Rock used, um, kind of re reposted that is the I forget what is that New Jack City where Chris Rock is the crackhead. It's a couple movies, but yeah, that's the most famous one. Yeah, mm. where he's asking for the rib. Well, one of them where he's uh, mm, that smoking a... He asked for, like, how much for a single rib? I thought that was New Jack City. That That's another movie, but... Okay. Um, but one where he's crazy. actually hitting the crack pipe, and he drew Chris Rock, has on an American flag shirt as that character, and then the crack pipe has actually been replaced with Twitter... Logo, Instagram logo, and the mm-hmm. Facebook logo, mm-hmm. and the Tumblr logo. Well, actually, not the Tumblr logo. And Chris Rock ended up reposting it. Apparently, he's been in beef with the Sixers for about. Uh, he he he's been he blocked the Sixers for an entire season because they used one of his his uh, drawings without permission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he has since reconciled, which is good, and hopefully they pay him. So. Uh, Justin, Justin, uh, Richburg, and he actually, uh, was on Brilliant Idiots not too long ago. That's how I kind of found out about him. Okay. And then, uh, Kissa, Rakissa Webb, she was, she went to, um, Clark Atlanta University. She's actually a photographer. She's doing her thing. And then a lot of the other things I follow are cosplay. Yeah. So. What? What was that? Cosplay. cosplay. It's, uh, people who, um, do very intricate costumes for, uh. Fandom, uh, fandom can be so anime, like Dragon Con, all yeah. the people who dress up for yeah. really, On Instagram. yes, yeah. and some of them, some of them. Do you have Do you have Alicia Marie's profile? Can you? I think her her Instagram is Alicia Marie Body. Can you go ahead and show that to there's a, Marcus? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a certain categories I follow, like you know, food obviously important to me, like the little chefs that they food can be art, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the promoters, make sure you gotta keep them on track. <laughs> um, the new strippers, um, is that there's a favorite for new strippers? Um, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but see, like, my, my strippers or IG models are doing different things. Like, I like the IG models who, like, are out and about doing things, but wear nice clothes. I don't want you, like, just. The same selfie in the club. I want you, you know, going grocery shopping, you know, in in the the two piece sweatsuit, you know, or maybe you know, just walking by the beach, you know, just different things in different. It makes me seem like we're really friends. <laughs> you want to feel close to them, right? I don't want I don't that want makes you, sense. 
I don't want. I don't want to be a, a customer. You know. And then, you know, you got the fashion over ladies. What, what do you feel about the the? Oh, there's a couple other people. The tattoo artists. Yeah. I follow a couple. Mm-hmm. Of, I follow Maya Bailey. I follow um, and a couple of people from City of Ink. And there's one person go go Gogurt, G O G U E A R T. They he, this person does very intricate full body tattoos. They're very involved, kind of like Japanese style, full body tattoos. Mm. That are a lot. What about you? Uh, for my Instagram, I'm just gonna open it, and since Instagram is just an advertisement feed. <laughs> I'll just uh, pull what I see off of here uh, that I'm comfortable sharing with people. There's a basketball player I follow, Mike Scott. He used to play for the Hawks. Who do you play for now? I think Washington. Is he starting? Or maybe, no. No, he was a star here, though. Uh, he, mm, he wasn't a star here. He was a starter, and I think they made a couple of commercials and advertisements. Around him. <laughs> not Mike Scott. Man. And he's not even starting. Uh, Cosmo White, who's an artist. Hmm. I think based out of Atlanta. Um... I follow a lot of different. I've tried to follow like different artists, which is why I picked up on more uh, mainstream artists too. So like, because I think I started following like visual artists, and then I you see that your visual artists might be liking photos from like FKA Twigs. Yeah. And then you go from FKA Twigs, and you're following. What is Twigs doing now? Uh, this is her most recent post that I'm allowed to see. That might be Young Thug in the background. I'm not sure because I'm just not really good at. Interesting. Yeah, I saw her at a uh, Coachella. Really? Yeah. We got. I got one more Coachella trip left in me. Um, Did you? Do you have your tickets for next year? No, I don't know when I'm gonna go. And then I saw the lineup, the proposed lineup, and now I feel like that's when I need to go. Travis Gambino's gonna be there. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that happens. These proposed lineups, they put certain people in a proposed lineup every year. Mm-hmm. Cause I miss. I went the year after the first year Childish did it. Then, and that was also the year that uh, Chance got sick mm. during the second weekend. So I was a little bit pissed. That was also my lesson to learn to only go in the first weekend. But yeah, which I I've been able to pull off. Yeah, a few times. I have my ticket for like I just saw the payment come out. Like oh, I, I do the payment it. plan. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. worst comes to worst, you can always sell it. I never remember. About the early advance tickets. So I'm always caught kind of behind. True. Uh, another artist I follow, I do not know how to pronounce her name, is uh, Toyonan J. Hodotula. Um, what do they do? She's a visual artist. She's a mm-hmm. painter. She's really good. I believe her work is way out of my price range because I've <laughs> messaged her directly a few mm-hmm. times. And... Um, She's never responded. Oh. I follow the H the the H C three. He's a drummer. Um who used to drum here in Atlanta. I think he lives in New York now. Um, Henry. Really good drummer. Um and actually I tried to take some drum I took some drum lessons from him a few times. That's was, dope. Yeah, which was good. I <laughs> drumming man. Drumming is a lot harder than it looks. Like it takes like you gotta you gotta be a really relaxed in a relaxed state to be a drummer. Good man, that's good to hear. Man. Thanks, I appreciate that. I was out there. I was out there. Sorry about that. Little there for a minute. No, I drumming is one of those things I've always I've always wanted to learn to play an instrument and just never did. Yeah. Like besides the like forced like third grade violin. Mm-hmm. I dabble. I play a little piano. 
Yeah, did you? To, uh, back in New York. Um, I feel like you played cello, Mr. too. Don't do that. Mr. <laughs> Lombardi, who used to play in Duke Ellis' band, you know, learned lessons from him. Humble brag. And uh, trumpet as well. I had a trumpet all the way until third. You look like a trumpet player. <laughs> 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 all right, Miles. Uh, all the way to third, fourth grade. So, you know, I dabble. Uh, I follow Killer Mike. Me, too. Yeah. I bet you do. Come on, man. Make sure you know where he's at. Yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, and then some political people. I follow a lot of random people, um, but really on the visual artists. Fahamu Peku, I follow him. He's done a lot on social media. Mm-hmm. Really engaging. He does like a weekly interview where he answers people's questions, stuff like that. God damn it. Sorry, I have to just, just completely split from the conversation for a moment. If these motherfuckers don't stop texting me about these goddamn elections... I'm going to oh. throw something. That's why you shouldn't vote. Come on, man. No, no, no. You should vote. You have to vote. Please, God, vote. Please but vote. I, I voted. I think it's just frustrating because I voted like two weeks ago. And I'm getting these text messages. I actually started giving advice to them. That's the level of boredom I've reached. I started giving these motherfuckers advice, especially since... The one of them said, hey, our records indicate that you're at 830 Westview Drive. And I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. But because that's the address of Morehouse College, it's public knowledge. I'm not divulging anything. Fuck you, Clan. Um, <laughs> I doubt they would be listening to this anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, political motivational speeches? There you go. Uh, they, they said, oh, if you're on campus, this is your polling place. I was like, oh, you did all the research. Good job. But I basically told her, like, look, I voted two weeks ago, but you need to go handle, you need to go on campus and tell them as motherfuckers to vote. Because, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I talked to one of my friends the other night who visited one of his nephews on, who currently attends, and he, they didn't know there was an election. I'm like. That's unacceptable. That's extremely unacceptable. That's unacceptable, man. That's Horrendous. Now that also could have been before Obama came up on campus, but it's just annoying. It's also just unacceptable because I was we were just talking about how like Obama coming on campus and being in that room, that ain't for those people to vote. Everybody in that room's already voted. Right. But there also shouldn't be anybody on that campus that doesn't know there's an election. Exactly. Well, also they don't live there, so they're not ready they're not voting there. So that's, yeah, they are. That's no, a lot of them are. Well, I mean, I know. I didn't change my polling place till until from Morehouse where I registered because I turned eighteen my the second week of my freshman year. So they also were like, "Hey, if you just turned eighteen, you need to register to vote." Coming, come. They they came to our dorm meetings and was yeah. like, "Yo, register." Yeah. And that's what I did. And so my polling place was eight thirty was Morehouse's campus. Yeah. Until uh, when did I change? When so I bought this house. Does that typically work? Yeah. Well, this election, maybe not. No. Because I mean, there's a lot of pee fuckery going on, but. Uh, quite a bit of it. A lot of fuckery going on. So. This goes back to how long are you going to put up with that? Ex- it's too late. It ain't too late to not be putting willing to be put up with it. It's just too late to. Well, I, you know, even we, even if Stacey comes out and tries to make some changes to the situation, or Miles comes to change, it's. It's based off the loss, and what I'm saying is that there's if, if it's wrong, let's change it because it's wrong. Right. Don't change it because it went a certain way. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you're asking what, what happens if mm-hmm. he wins or Kemp wins. It's like that's irrelevant. 
because that we shouldn't make action because he wins or loses. We should take action to the, to the system and the, and the policy that allows that fuck shit to happen. Yeah, but this goes back to your. So Stacy, if, if I was Stacy, if I was Stacy, I'd be like, "Let stop. This is wrong in the first place." I know I'm campaigning, but what's happening is wrong. Maybe not Stacy, but Obama's here. Like somebody, that's, somebody that's an injustice that needs to be solved, irrelevant to the winner and loser of this race. Right. Oh, and, and, and what I'm you, saying, if there's action after that, it looks like it's because they lost. It's not because of this is wrong, regardless. And if you do win, you also need to make a big point that you're changing it as well. And if you don't, then it's you're gonna it's gonna repeat itself. But are we gonna be mad? Because you know what I'm saying it just well. That's why I feel like we're unprepared. And that, Democrats, even if the Democrats take the House and they take these governorships, we're still unprepared because we're still not addressing the issue. Right. And that's exactly what's going to happen in this case. So yeah. I don't think Stacey's going to take, because Stacey's gonna probably got a long list of things she's got to do. This ain't a top of the list until next the next Should four be. years. And Republicans already are planning for a loss for a bigger win. Yeah. Like Mitch McConnell has already said, cutting Social, Social Security and Medicare aren't something we can do when we can actually do it with a unified house and it would be easy. We need a scapegoat. Is basically what he's saying. We need someone in there to blame yeah. if we do this. So you know it's, uh, I don't know what it takes, man. I it I, takes. I mean, immediate action when we see something wrong. But that takes a consciousness level. Nah, man. It takes but what is what is that immediate on. action? Is it right? Is and it, what is that immediate? action? That's what I'm saying. Like, is it is it? You can go two extremes. You can go. Are we? Do I need to go to Stoddard and start picking up ammo? But that's or do I need to? Or what do I need to? I, do? I think because easy is just not going to work. Oh, I think we should boycott not paying taxes a year and see what happens. But you don't have you don't have as much control over that. You don't have to file taxes. Don't file taxes. They take it out of your paycheck. Though. No, you don't well, no, file you can, taxes. You can take. Hold on, because you can also take your elections off. Yes, you can. You can do that. If we if, if we all boycott, say let's all do it for three months or however long months. Oh, not don't. Let's just not go to work. We for could a even week. scare the shit out of them by just taking the elections off. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Take just do off. a mass. That's black. it. That, that way we still go to work. I'm down. We with still that. go that's to better. work. Yeah. You still get paid. You, right. get, you still paid get paid more. <laughs> you get paid more, and they'll see what that drop in. They'll they'll be able to see this is the section of money we're not going to get. See that, but the problem with that is we've got to have a clear. This is what we want, and yeah. we gotta put them all on that list at that time. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna counteract once that's done. That's gonna be something they're gonna put in play. We can't do that again. And mm-hmm. you gotta be ready for them to switch the game up on you and say that's just mandatory. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What yeah. you gonna do next? How yeah. you gonna escalate it? So like, we need a strong. But tying it to list. taxes is fucking genius because the Republican message is no higher taxes. Yeah. So they either have to pivot it's and a, go with it's us a Republican or protest. Ooh, shit! Did we just solve this shit? I think it's we did. Take <laughs> but it's a, I didn't say we we figured out how to do it. I said we figured out what you're sacrificing, not going to work, which is is yeah. a, is great. But you can pay more. You you're winning in the whole situation, right? Which is God easier damn. to sell to people. But also niggas ain't shit either. So. <laughs> and when he says niggas, he means not people of all. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying black people. I'm saying like because there, there there's a there's a white nigga out, not a white nigga, but you know a it's white a person that, that ain't shit. A white nigga. Nigga ain't shit, but like he he's gonna be like, oh my elections, I know I can change that. He's not gonna be like, man, I don't want to do it. He's gonna be lazy. He's just, he's just ain't gonna have shit. So Niggas this shit. conversation leads directly into what we wanted to talk about. This news, breaking news, fuckery. 
and fuckery of what Brian Kemp has done today. Do you know what he's done? I don't know what he's done. I just saw his name, so I know it's not counting votes. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's a, it's a little bit more than that. Correctly. Yes. <laughs> it's actually a little bit more than that. So, uh, I'll read you the top headline. And you can tell me your first reaction. Georgia Second CNN. Because I'm not going to. I, I went to Fox News and I was like, let me read this. But I was like, my blood pressure is not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia Secretary of State Brian Kemp's office said Sunday that it is investigating the Democratic the Demo, Georgia Democratic Party over what is described as an attempted hack of the state's voter registration system on Saturday evening. This is I love I, I can't you know I can't even say what I really want to say on this show. <laughs> but but like this is like this it so I want y'all didn't talk about this on your TV which all kind of correlates everything together but House of Cards just recently came out. With, Very true. With season six, did it really? It did. Yeah. Sans, so, uh, Sans rapist. Which, Sans is, which is what I'm saying is that there's. I'm not, wondering. What the I was told. I was told earlier that they were canceling the whole show altogether. Everything yeah. shut down. Surprisingly, thanks to Netflix and it being the most popular show on Netflix, it's continuing on. But we'll do it to the Cosby's. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But the fact it was terrible. Like it was like it was the most awkward situation where he's he's dead and they just move on. Right. To me. <laughs> This is a better this is a better scenario to show. Because the same way you see Frank Underwood and his team sneakily come up with strategies, mm-hmm. this is exactly what Brian Kemp is doing. Like you, yes. if you yeah. don't think Brian Kemp had a timeline where he was gonna be like, We're gonna investigate them the week before, some whatever, and boom. This is what happened with the presidential election. This is They strategy, reopened man. the investigation into Hillary's emails the week before the election. It's yeah. a strategy. And they said that is Partially, what swayed enough yeah. to get dumb fuck Mc, McAsshole in office? Let's, and not, let's not talk about him that way. It's Donald Trump, man. He's doing a great service to who? To everyone. But all, all this fuckery was already happening. We just it just tasted better in our mouths. This is true. No, I don't think to so. a point. Yes, man. All of this fuckery was already happening. No, I think the fucker was. I just, I just think it's. Uh, it, I th- I, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more upset about the images that he creates. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and the more, I but guess, I think, but that is breeding positive backlash. Whereas opposed to someone doing the same kinds of shit without generating that backlash so that you need. You hope so. But, it's because when we have Brett Kavanaugh, we have the whole rape, the whole rape and sexual assault history in in the government. At some point, do we change it or we get numb to it? Because the Brett Kavanaugh said it should be way more of a backlash for the situation. But now it's like, shh, shh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And continuing on, it's not even a big deal anymore. I don't know if people feel like it's okay. I feel like people feel disarmed outside of voting. And there's no one telling them things to do like on a mass scale of, this is what you can do right now to change this thing right now outside of voting. So, so a lot, I'm I think, about I think culturally people, how that looks in terms of like the the Kavanaugh situation and that being a sexual assault, like that's not a it's not a closed story like you may have been before. It's like yeah. game over. You've done this sexual assault thing. Oh mm-hmm. no, that's the worst thing ever. Now it's almost like yeah, hey, let's talk about it. But again, the, but the that's re- culture, the, re- the reason one of the reasons why that happened is because of Trump. He, that's my point. But, but he's but, showing. But that's my argument is that if Trump happened and 
he started it, and now it's become numb later on to when Brett Kavanaugh comes up. It's not a shutdown, closed case. It's like, well, Trump has this situation, and maybe that kind of worked. And like, it's it's now a, a numbing rather than we getting up and like this is crazy. It's more like here goes another one. Here's my point, though. It it's up to us to decide whether or not it becomes numb. Where before that shit was just happening, and it was never a story. Oh, gotcha. We see it now. Now it's. Now it's in your face. It's a story. All of the detestable shit that we do, period, mm-hmm. is like think about the Saudi Arabia thing. Yeah, like if that journalist had been murdered in in, in Turkey, mm-hmm. we would have in the past said some harsh words, done some minor temporary penalties to appease the public, mm-hmm. but we still would have went right along with paying them. The money for the receiving money for them for the weapons. We would nothing major would have changed. It just would have all felt better to us because it would have felt like we did the right thing. Whereas now it's like, oh, our true intent is just right there, right in our surface, and we don't like how it looks, and we want it to change, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just being like something that makes us feel better temporarily while we still continue to partner and do things with people that yeah. Are disgusting. Hopefully, it does create uh, an environment where people can be themselves more often, so we can identify how creepy and weird and racist and bigot they are really are, rather than hide behind it. Yeah. Because if someone savvy had been in office with, in, in the same climate, it was smooth sailing. Smooth sailing of just <laughs> our rights are disappearing left and right. This is true. But you got to look at it that way. You have to look at it that way. It's a, we got lucky. <laughs> we did get lucky, indeed. Uh, it's tough. It's we we have to we have to get it at its core. So Brian Kemp can do all the fuck shit he wants to do, and guess what, Stacy? And this may hurt some black women's feelings, but hey, Stacy can't come in there and forget about it, and it can happen again. Yeah, she's got to do something about it. If she doesn't do something about it again, it's up to we have. We have to feel. We have to have more tools at our disposal. And back, back to I don't know your name in the podcast. PJ. 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 They, they said PJ's point is like, what are we gonna do? What can we do? Yeah. Like, what are our options to do something? Like, we we can point out, and identify what the issue is, and say this is wrong. But what can we do to Brian Kemp? What can we say? Like, I don't know, man. I'm gonna keep asking the question because somebody somebody's got to an answer that's gonna pop up. Just like how we were just talking. That goes on the list. Yeah. That goes on the list of possible what we need to do to get shit from going awry. But and that's my whole thing is like because shit have is to going be awry about it. Yeah. Because if we're not, we're not coming up with ideas on how to stop it. I just wish that's one hundred percent true. We should have more Black Panther niggas around, and they they were about action. Like yeah. it wasn't just about let's sit tall. It was like okay, what can we do? Like even with the gun shit at them and was it the, the some state office they were at. California, uh, the governor, the um, the governor's office, yeah. whatever. Like that shit is an action move. Like mm-hmm. that's not like, hey, we got an issue. What should we do? It's, that's an action move. We need actionable moves. Yeah. I wonder what Sam Jackson would do. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He'll lock up the. the, <laughs> the that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He could he could bring us all together. He could. Everybody loves Sam uh, Jackson. <laughs> he also got into a little bubble, which is fair. I, I, he deserves to be in the bubble. You think he's in a bubble? I think he's in a really? certain bubble. Oh, yeah. I think he's in a rich bubble, but yeah, but that could be kind of. I think he's aware, but I don't think he's like that bubble creates a little slower to action mood too. It's like, oh, for sure. man, it's Sunday. And you it's think Spike can pull him out of it? 
Spike. Spike. Because they're still friends. But you got to realize, Spike, when you talk to Spike, you look at the phone, Spike's calling, you know what you about to get. It's like, (laughs) the black news of the day. Oh, hey, Spike. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, he ain't going to change nothing. It's like, okay, Spike's upset about something. Let's hear it. Like, you know what I mean? So. That's hilarious, especially because Spike, my parents, random stories, fuck, but my parents used to babysit Spike's wife. Excuse me? Yes. Why the fuck is Spike not here? (laughs) (laughs) I should be close, but it was it was one of those like distant things. But they used to. That's pretty close, man. I raised you. I don't know my babysitters. My parents, my parents used to babysit. But if somebody came up to you and said I babysitted you, like you got to give them a certain level of like I ain't going on their podcast. At, at minimum, I'm not going on their podcast. And we got the Morehouse connection. That see that works. That so shouldn't weird. be more. You babysitted his wife. Oh, his wife. <laughs> that ain't get, think about how many people have that random connection with that person. It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like it was. How many people walking up like, hey man, I used to sell her fucking juice at the store. <laughs> babysitting is different than that. I, are we undervalued babysitting now? That's a big. That's a big deal. Changing your diaper, nigga. Whatever. <laughs> Ooh, I'm just saying, Spike should be a little more grateful. I, I would love her to, for, to, to have, sit down and have a conversation <laughs> with Spike. I would too. He's I don't. Want he's to. interesting. I he's also my breaks. my godmother, not godmother, my cousin, who's pretty much not. She's like cousin, but she's older. So I've always looked at her as like an auntie. But any who's a fuck it, she was at Spelman the same time he was at Morehouse. Mm-hmm. And shout out to uh, SAI, the uh, music sorority. She founded the chapter at Spelman. So um, that's another connection. But she always did say that he was a little bit weird. Spice he's, just a, he's just a real nigga, but it's just like, you know, you know what you're going to get. I just wish we could have laid hand. I would be set for a while if I would have laid hands on the, um, I was on the yearbook staff at Morehouse. We were trying to find a copy of. The book that he produced because he actually produced the the torch which is the yearbook one year who knows <laughs> these things and more all right so we see the fuckery that's going on that's pretty much the main technology technology story the other thing is they're kind of leading into this story one he hasn't presented a shred of evidence of course so he's just Putting There's bullshit probably out more there. evidence that he's been complicit in hacking of the system than there yes. is of the Democrats. Exactly. Two, they're also, of course, and the weird part about the story is he says no personal information was compromised. Which is already a lie. Like, I guarantee you these 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 fucking election servers are not that fucking complicated. No. No, there's there's a convention every year. Where they get together and they hack election systems. Yeah. And they were talking about Black the Georgia election. The Georgia election system was hacked by like a thirteen year old in under an hour this yeah. year. Untraceable. I, I'm making I'm making your election. The Black Hat Conference is the one conference that scares the shit out of me. Should. I wanna go because of pure interest. No. I refuse to go because I know literally I will walk in. They said literally turn as soon as you land in Vegas, because it's in Vegas every year. Turn your devices off. Yeah. Like, don't even turn them on. Yeah. And then leave them off until you leave. Right. Because it, our, the craziest story I heard come out of Black Hat was a guy comes up to give a presentation on credit card security, I think. He comes up to the podium, takes out, hooks up a thing to his laptop, waves like this across the front row from left to right, and... 
starts reading out everybody in the front row's credit card numbers. Nigga, that happens in, 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 uh, in Harold's, nigga. That's the point, though. That's, That's exactly the point. The point. Just... And this was, this was years ago. This is like five, six years ago. So imagine what they on now. Right. That's the same place they sold. said that the, the whole electrical grid is fucking shit. Yeah. It's which, just uh, trash. Which uh, Russia had hacked into earlier this year. And it was, Bennett. It was a big thing for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Russia had control of our election grid. <laughs> <laughs> There's movies about this. What's it called? Uh, what movie was that? Where it talked about a fire sale where they shut four systems down and it basically shuts the system, like the electrical grid, the water grid, the traffic lights, and one other system, and the whole country is in like the dark ages. I wonder if people think about that. Like, hey man, what am I gonna do? Nothing, man. Nothing. There's a nine millimeter on my nightstand. That's about it. Well, and how the Boy water, Scout training. How much clean water do you have? Exactly. Right, There's some cans of uh, bubbly upstairs. Like the bubbly place, strawberry, the which is the place best. For you right now is probably this apartment. Mm-hmm. But you, the reason it doesn't work is because you gotta leave this apartment at some point. Yeah. The only thing might be saving me is the train systems behind me. Might be able to escape that way. Might be. Might. If that shit's still running. Right. I'll be straight. We already talked about how you won't be straight. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do? You don't eat vegetables. What you going to do for food? Listen, what I'm saying is there's, there's enough food places. <laughs> there, mm. The food place is going to be shut down. No, no, no. You see, he's not thinking. Looting. Well, how you, you going to cook them? Loot early. You don't have you don't have the machines Listen, that you cook thing. your food. See, niggas like you gonna be thinking like that. I'm gonna get all the shit. Have it once we get power or, or whatever. Or niggas figure shit out. I'm be I'm be good. Think think ahead. Okay. I, I you got you got to trust your other the other people in the in the community. Like, listen, y'all gonna figure that shit out. Y'all gonna get shit going. Y'all worry about fire and heating and shit. I'm gonna get all the food that needs that needs the fire and then. Look who's gonna be knocking at my door. Look, look who's the king. Yeah, I might have all the fraud shit, all the shit y'all not gonna think about. Y'all get all the fruits and vegetables gonna spoil early. Have fun with that. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm not dis- like fruits and vegetables are not what you go to grab. I'm just this saying. I'm just saying. Spam. I, I've been Spam. ready for this. Spam. Tuna. I've been, my, my stomach is ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> like how more ready you are. I no, 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 no. Like think about like farming and like how long it takes to like get a good farm going. Yeah. It's, Just think about if something popped off right now, your immediate thought is, I got to feed myself right now. Yeah. But you also need to be thinking like, about next week. Next week <laughs> and a year from now. What's like that, that takes that it's a long time. takes man. a team, bro. You need a team. You know what? The advantage, I'm going to Pennsylvania and I'm finding the Amish. Hey, yeah. The Amish got it. The Amish got <laughs> it. The Amish like, no, we've been doing this shit. <laughs> the Amish is good. They yeah. should start selling passes right now. They really should. <laughs> Building big ass fences. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be of hard ass wood. Yeah. <laughs> Amish training. Amish training. Yo, that's a good. I wonder if they would partner with me. Uh, I'm black, so I don't. Would, man. I feel like they would. I feel like they would. Like, but yo, would, let me. What, what's their game? They do. Let all me the go work. get the people. Less people needing to come live with them, so they can continue to live peacefully. Let me. Let and me. They, and they believe in good shit. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're usually pacifists yeah. and. Usually, because uh, I I, w- I went to a Quaker school growing up from kinder- pre-K to sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And Quaker, for people who don't know, is kind of like, it's Christian, but it's melded with some Amish principles. But they're also conscientious objectors. 
And instead of like, so they're really nice, extremely nice people. Um, they instead of like every Thursday we did what was called meeting for worship. So there would be a little bit of like maybe a Bible scripture here and there where the principal or the the head of the school would give out this, but then there would be a lot of silent meditation. And if you felt during that silent like meditation that. something, you would a person would stand up and say, "Hey, I want to share this with everybody for uh, the good of the church." Nah, or good of the yeah, that's the, yeah, that can happen to black church. You hear some stories and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was actually really I, I enjoyed it. And then it was weird because they always wanted to put people on the same level. So you called your teachers by their first name. So everybody's like, "Oh, my third grade teacher was Mister," or fourth grade teacher was Mrs. Robertson and I'm like, oh, Janice, Will, <laughs> Will was my fourth grade teacher. He was, and it's become a place where a lot of hippies went, which is really funny. Sound like a hippie lifestyle. It, it really pretty much is, and but they were cool people, and the school is still killing it right now. It used to be expensive as fuck, but then they started giving scholarships to black kids after I left. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ain't that the shit, man? Morehouse coming up with the film program after we leave. God damn. Well, then, I mean, no, no. Think about spikes. Like, nigga, how many movies I gotta make? Like, <laughs> that's why I fucking. Go, times that's why Clark on. claims them all the goddamn claims yes, them all the time. Yes, they should. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were. But maybe we're on. That would be a, a pass to the Amish. Like, learn Amish lifestyle, and that you have to come in. Leave all your devices at the door. I'm giving away a business idea like a motherfucker. Yeah, and then Amish I people. charge them and pay out the Amish. Teach them how to do water. They, they, they even have niggas that could be looking at resumes for the Amish certification. Like, oh, yeah, you, you can be our Amish, you know, uh, ambassador for, for Google. There you go. There you go. And niggas, that's how you found a business. Welcome to Virtual <laughs> Dopeness, motherfuckers. Watch, watch a white person take over. <laughs> I would be pissed. All right. Oh, but it'll be somebody from the Mennonite community. Yes, next week, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be happy for the service, though. <laughs> exactly. Like you wouldn't even be mad as a black person. Like, damn, you're right. Which I do. I mean, we don't. We just don't have the connection to the Amish to get it going in a week. But somebody, I feel like I feel like we can find it because, like, Millersville University, where my one of my close friends went, is in York, Pennsylvania, pretty much, and. I always say it's always weird telling that to people from Georgia because you, as soon as I say Millersville, you guys think Milledgeville, yeah, and that's where the crazy is, house is. Exactly what I thought. Yeah, yeah, Millersville University in Pennsylvania. I had some very fun nights. That was actually the first place I ever got drunk. Mm, with the Amish? No, uh, but <laughs> that's they would be. They were down the street, like, and I feel like yeah. with some of the connections up there, maybe we can make it happen. Who knows? That's out to the Amish. Y'all listening? Yeah, they're not. Probably not. But, yeah. <laughs> What, what do you think the Amish know about kind of climate change and like news and shit? They know they know we're fucking up something. Cause they can probably that's tell that shit ahead of time. Yeah, no, I'm, they probably know. Like, man, what, like we, shit is going awry. We need to tap into the Amish, <laughs> just like an update. Like, what y'all, what y'all think is, what y'all doing? Over there? <laughs> probably like, well, I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but the world's gonna end in five years. <laughs> <laughs> We've known this. We're ready. Right. We've made peace. <laughs> that's why we're Amish. <laughs> <laughs> No need for electricity. There used to be, there was a reality show. Did y'all ever watch that? Or briefly, it was called uh, Breaking Amish. No, I remember that. Yeah, I, I watched like a two three episodes. It's basically during they have the thing called Rumspringer, mm-hmm. where they can go out into the world and mm-hmm. just be. So they uh, they did they did 
they would follow them when they when they kind of went out, and then at the end of Run Springer, you decide whether you're coming back or not. Mm. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, I do remember seeing a few of those. I never watched them to be like, oh, "What are you gonna do?" I was just like, "There." It sure. was it was a little bit too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But um, you said you, you <laughs> Native Americans. Yeah, nobody's talking to them niggas. They're probably uh, straight too. No, they? they are because Elizabeth Warren came out with the, <laughs> the perfect Donald Trump rebuttal, which was the dumbest move she could have made. Mm-hmm. Like, it's again, it's it's again just goes to you guys are supposed to be very intelligent. You're supposed to have a lot of intelligent people around you. You know what it is? This is the UN. This is what the UN is really supposed to be about. Like, I want the Amish. I want a Native American. I want a like a, a real, real ass Asian that doesn't like you know what I'm saying one of those people. I want like a wizard from England. Like I want that's what the UN should really be about. Like I, I, I feel like you're describing um, the Justice Hogwarts, League, the Hogwarts <laughs> Disneyland. Uh, it's a small world. I think that's what you're describing. I'm just. <laughs> But that's what you really want. I don't want the, the representative from the prime minister, whoever. I want the real niggas that know what's going on in the communities. That might be that might be worth it. I also have. A, I don't know who I would want for the black people to represent, but maybe Sam. Maybe for a first year. Sam, Sam L. Jackson. Oh, he'll be like for the first year. First year. I don't know. He, but it's gotta be a real nigga though. It can't be like Wayne Brady out there. Like it's gotta be. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, yeah, I was yeah, I'll always I mean, Chappelle is always yeah. the person I default to. Yeah, if I wanted somebody to represent me right now, it'd yeah, be Chappelle, absolutely. And he probably, and I he wanted probably somebody. Not want to do yeah, that. he's not doing that shit. <laughs> like, like no, <laughs> fuck you, man. Yeah, you don't think like like not you don't think Cory Booker? Fuck no, nah. no. He's, what issue do you have with Cory Booker? Uh, he still is a politician, man. Yeah, he's taking money. I forgot. <laughs> And, oh, he's with Hillary, and, and I wish I he's yeah, I wish I had done some more research. But he took money from some company and voted against it. I'm not down for any of that shit. Man. But yeah, but vote for him. Vote for him for sure. <laughs> vote for him for sure. Uh, it's very important that you do vote for him. But for right now, he's the best that we got. A lot of them are the best that we have. They're taking money from people. What you got to do to play the game, though? Yeah, it's what you got to do to play the game. It. Mm, it's what you. Mm, yeah. It's what you gotta. It's what a lot of people have to do to play the game. Um, Nigga, he's in but New who, Jersey. Like I'm he, saying, who he can't who, even play the game without getting money, right? Because I think, I think who who's not. That's what I'm saying. He got. He, who's he in the position in the place that's not able to, that that doesn't have to make those those sacrifices? Kind of not playing that game. Well, you got Trump. You say he's who? also old, white, and Jewish. You also you also say and, who's black and can do that and. and Standing up for your rights more than any black politician is outside of maybe Kamala Harris right now. John Lewis. And John Lewis. Excuse me. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, I was going to get him. John Lewis 30, might be the. I'm going to take a 30 second break. <laughs> John Lewis might be the one. Should have been the first on my list. Yes. Because John Lewis is. is And I, I smile with pride every time I can check his name unopposed on a ballot. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's real as fuck. Yeah, he is. Yes, John. But I mean, but he's also in a air in a district that is not going to waver on him, right? And if he, we hope, we hope, because gentrification is a motherfucker. We gotta win. We gotta win yesterday. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. There's a a lot of people who aren't happy about it, but we gotta win yesterday. 
We might, we might talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, wait. So, we went down a lot of paths. We did. Stemming from this article. So. Yeah, nigga, it was a... <laughs> we, went, we went there a lot of places, but it was good. It was good. Uh, technology. That was that was technology. You said you had a technology oh. story that you wanted to bring up. So uh, I know Apple's doing a lot of things that aren't making people happy here and there. Mm-hmm. They're not meeting the level of service. Also, honestly, when you think about Apple, they uh, the the standard we hold them to is kind of unreasonable. Like, excuse me, it becomes a scandal when they have one bug in their operating and they're. Like in their like they did for the watch this week. Like yeah, but it'll be like one bug. Mm-hmm. I feel like when a Windows product or another company's product comes out, bugs are just something you're used to dealing with, and mm-hmm. you know they're gonna fix. Whereas like Apple, it comes out, it's like an outrage. This is true. But I also have realized that people are making products that are do things better than what Apple does. Do things better than what Apple does. One of the reasons I stick with Apple, though, is because they seem to have an interest in keeping my personal information secure and creating devices, hard hard coding into devices, engineering devices that are supposed to keep my information secure. So on the MacBook Air that they just came out with, Mm -hmm. I don't know if people know, but like your computers, you close them, you shut them off. People have figured out how to hack into them and still record everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you leave your computer open... There's probably somebody recording you, right? So Apple put in the light there that's supposed to let you know, but I'm pretty sure people have bypassed that by now. Mm-hmm. But now they're basically like, if you close the lid on that MacBook Air, there's no way anybody can record you audio-wise because it physically disconnects the microphone. That's That level of, like, I'm trying to keep you secure is something I'm willing to buy into all the time. I appreciate that. The, with, with, with your phone... Your face, I mean, your um, your fingerprint is not protected, so the cops can use your fingerprint to open your phone right then. Mm-hmm. There. You can't use a pet. They can't get your passcode. They can't have you put in your passcode to unlock your phone. Yep. Apple has put in something where if you click the power button like five times, it forces you to put in your passcode. Conspiracy theory here over here, of course, to the the less knowledgeable of the three. Um. Wouldn't that kind of be like a market strategy to, to increase the data that they're probably sharing? Especially through Apple Music and, and you know, their own search you got signed into. So it's like if you were to come in and, and accuse them of doing a lot of data sharing and data selling and data whatever, it's like, oh, no, no, no. We got all of these hardware things that we prevent, but your data is all over the world for more than Google's doing, more than, you know, Amazon's doing. I mean, they don't create as many like interfaces to grab my data outside of this hardware and their OS but I also feel like we're in a place now where if they were doing something like that it's not going to stay secret for long like someone's going to be like hey by the way even though Apple is presenting themselves as this they're really doing this who would say that that's a, a, a disgruntled engineer, an engineer with a moral conflict. Someone, there's people out here always testing and bumping up against these systems. That's why the uh, the conference that we were talking about, the uh, black, black hat. hat conference, that is literally a conference where people are going there to hat. That's why you turn yeah, off your yeah, shit when yeah, you go there because yeah. there's someone there who literally is just coming to try to find a person who thinks they're smart enough not to get hacked. Yep. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna test you. 
Like, I'm just going to test you. I'm going to get your information, and then I'm going to use it. I'm going to let you know you're not as smart as you thought you were. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, just marketing-wise, just like that's the easy scapegoat to say, like, hey, we got you hardware-wise. You know, we can put all these implementations in that are to prevent things from happening, but they could also be the ones that are really doing a lot to your data information, sharing that, too. Well, I mean, it's it's a give <laughs> and a take. Yeah, but you, it's it's a, a that's going to happen anyway. It's a good point. But I just think that those are things that, you're right, they're conscious about it, but that conscious doesn't have to be genuine either. Yeah, that's fair. But it, it, like it's it it, no, that's fine. I mean, it's it's also a thing of okay, it's a it's a win win. Yeah, it's, it's a complete win win situation where if it's okay, I'm protecting your privacy more. At the same time, it's a feature that I can sell on. Right, that puts me market wise above oh, yeah, Samsung genius. or yeah. HTC or anybody Jeez, else. Man. It's a smart move. Jeez, I'm wondering man. if they have the same or similar things with the new because. Um, that was the big announcement this week with with Apple was a new uh, uh, MacBook Air, mm-hmm. a new uh, Apple Mini, mm-hmm. um, a new iPad Pro, and Pencil Two. Yeah, were all the big announcements this week, and um, I think it's it it it's interesting. I think it's very interesting that they took that possible bad press because I don't I don't think that people we knew the hack the exploit was there. To be able to like just hack in your device and just keep listening, yeah. but that's also kind of like pulling up the same. There's so much data. How do you weed through it to something that's incriminating? Just my thought. That's what I think about the whole. The reason why I still have an Alexa, or and then contemplating switching my Alexa with a Google Home, but. That, uh... It's that Alexa stuff, man. There's already been cases where they've been able to like pull what happened in a certain situation, which is which has been for a benefit. I I don't want to underestimate the computing power of certain things. This also, know, also know that our intelligent officials who have pushed back against the way the NSA and captures our data mm-hmm. has been has is to say we are capturing so much data that it's hard for us to find the true criminals out there because we're trying to just grab everything. So I agree with you. Like in the big scheme of things, it's not, but it, it only takes like one. It's not about the company as much as it is. There's a person out there who could decide and you could be that person. It's the book. Bo- it's a boogeyman. Yeah. It's the boogeyman mentality. Yeah, It's a boogeyman mentality, but it's also, it's also one where we're going into a climate where you don't want those kind of controls on you for a political dissent position as well. True, because these are those are the ways where people get you to just shut up. Yeah, when you have a take or you're like you are trying to support something and you just get an email with photos or audio clip where you said something, you're like, "Hey, man, this is all too serious for me." Like that is the way that governments have used to control people in the past. This is true, and that's that's the big pushback because. A lot of people are like, I have nothing to hide. What you do, it's your personal information. Like, you put a lot of shit in your phone and on mm-hmm. Google and on Gmail that you don't want to share. Or you think it's private that if someone put out in a bad light. Like, I was thinking about a, a Halloween costume I did. If I, if I, if someone came out with photos of that Halloween costume, which was tame, I thought, oh, it would look so This terrible. reminds me. I need to take something off Facebook. You do. We talked about that. We did. <laughs> it's just those things like out of context in different lights can be so damaging where you're like, all right, I, I'm doing, I'm doing more harm than good if I try to support this cause right yep. now. Yep, understand. 
Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. So. Hmm. It's just sorry, guys. It's just a little, some little slow time in between. But uh, did he just drop? Just came out of a plane for his birthday. Um, did he do? Did he did? And Will Smith just hopped out. You know, don't the helicopter. Can't, can't, yeah. What is going on with our black men in America? What do you mean? Let me just clarify that. Our rich black men of America. I mean, but rich um, people do. Listen, I think it's. I mean, we don't have we don't have that many people in that category. We got to make sure that everyone's okay. <laughs> that we we, we got to look out for them too. That's all I'm saying. But they you know, do a lot for us, and this is a this is a trend that doesn't end well for us. So I just want to make sure. Where doesn't it end well? I just. Just us living outside that box too long. Like, we are doing some wild shit right now, and black men and black people in general always want to top each other. We did Grand Canyon, now we're doing Jump Out of Plane. What the fuck is, is Jay Z going to do next? Like, I mean, what, what, what I'm saying is that we have to just. He's going to space. Exactly. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Started Grand Canyon. He's like, oh, Diddy's like, nah, you can't out top me on my birthday, and then he's jumping out of a fucking plane. But how many more black astronauts will we have? If- Oh, is that, that that's what you're looking for? Yeah, man, they're pushing the boundary. Like our limitations, the we're not jumping out of planes right now because it's seen as like a white thing to do because white people have the disposable income to do it. And now I think it's it's thrill seeking. And it's the, well, all these rich people are just let me, let me thrill catch seeking. Myself. Let me catch myself because I went on a take there, and it's not what I really believe. <laughs> <laughs> white people are thrill seekers. They are, and black people with disposable income are. Bumping up against those things and more people, thrills, but white thrill seekers do break and create innovations. Like that freedom to like always push those boundaries, right? Creates innovation. So the more, but I think this is more ego driven. So I think that, and that's and they're rappers. This is Mr. Vermont. They're rich, famous rappers who have led the path for a lot of different people. It's more so, hey, it's more so like, hey. I'm more important, or I'm more influential. I'm more this. I get more credit than that. It's dangerous. You know, I don't like that. Like, I don't like that at all. But I can see how a kid watching it and catching it real quick—it's inspirational. It's inspirational. I'm not knocking that. I just—I just think people that are more knowledgeable need to be more aware. Also, let's recognize that those those Diddy and Will Smith probably saw like some black friends or some black people on Instagram jumping out of planes and doing something and decided to do it too. Oh. So rewind. Dallas Austin. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Famous producer for Living Here in Atlanta. Probably started the whole Atlanta movement on the low. Uh, he hasn't produced in probably like 15, 20 years. Yep. But he is like at Running Man. He's doing Gumball. He's doing all the weird European fun party shit that no one else is Burning doing. Man. Yeah. Burning, Burning Man. Running, oh, that's a Running Man. Running Man. I was like, <laughs> Running Man? Should say I'm fun as fuck. No. No, Burning Man, gum, Gumball, all that weird, fun, rich party shit. And uh, that's a real inspiration. Like, so he's, he's, he's just living life partying. That's the inspiration. That's the inspiration. Okay. But I'm saying, Diddy and I'm inspiration too, but this is a trend. Yeah, yeah. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you for uh, putting up with the little bit of audio quality lacking at this point. But. I appreciate you listening. I wanted to put out a special episode for today, for Election Day, and make sure you guys go out and vote. So I appreciate it. And as I say with you guys every week, uh, be virtual and live.